Welcome to the Center for the Performing Arts at Penn State. I'm Communications Director Laura Sullivan, and you're on stage with previews. Two of America's great theatrical organizations, the Acting Company and the Guthrie Theater, come together in a production of Shakespeare's Henry V. Previews writer Jennifer Pensick speaks with director Davis McCallum about his views on the play and how he chose to interpret it. McCallum also discusses how, with the help of a talented creative team, a cast of 12 performs a play with more than 50 characters. What has been your approach to directing this production, or how have you been able to prepare for this? One of the things I've learned about directing plays is you kind of look at a given project and ask yourself what are the givens with that project, and then how to make those givens as much an advantage to the production as they can possibly be. And with this particular production, we knew we had uh, a total of 12 actors to tell the story of uh, Shakespeare's Henry V, which has, I think, something like 55 characters. Quite quickly, I kind of thought of a way to conceive of the play as a kind of chorus play with one terrific actor playing King Henry and 11 other amazing actors as a kind of shape-shifting chorus around him who could play everything else. Because the, the structure of Shakespeare's plays, uh, Shakespeare's play is very uh, unique compared to his other plays and that we really are following King Henry through this journey and the rest of the characters come in and out, but we're not really following, say, a handful of seven or eight characters. The rest of them act as a kind of Greek chorus around him, almost as if the play has two characters in a metaphysical sense, a leader and a group of followers. So that was kind of the first decision that we took, and, and we designed the sets and costumes in order to uh, support that, that decision. And then on a kind of thematic uh, level, we we had to make a decision quickly as to whether or not we thought the play was about war, whether we wanted to bring on stuff that would realistically conjure what it feels like to be at war. Because I think I think a person just reads this, you know, or, or thinks of Henry V and thinks of the Battle of Agincourt and thinks, oh, it must be a war play. And, and you know, when I went back and reread the play, I, I, you kind of have a hard time finding out the scenes that are really the battle scenes. There, it always seems like the battle is is off stage, you know, next door, nearby. Once I discovered that, I felt kind of liberated not to have to bring on the mud and the blood and all the other kind of trappings of a, a war play, and that the play could exist on a more theatrical level and we could rely on the audience's imagination to uh, supply all those things that we weren't going to actually bring. Can you talk a little bit about perhaps the team that's involved? Because I know there's a certain core of actors and, you know, the costume people as well. How, ha how, ha how has it been working, I guess, with that particular team? I mean, I have to say, I think it's been one of the great pleasures of the, of the project. The people who are working on this play are just fantastic. And I love this company of actors. I guess I'll start talking about the actors first. There's a, uh, an amazing actor from, from Minneapolis, uh, uh, who's uh, played a lot of big parts at the Guthrie Theater there, named Matt Ament, who is playing King Henry. And, uh, you know, it's a really tif difficult part because King Henry is, is a man of great contradictions. Uh, he does something on one page, and you think, what a terrific guy, and then, you know, half a page later, he's doing something that's not only distasteful, but deeply reprehensible. And you have to kind of uh, reconcile these different aspects of the guy. Matt's just a very appealing actor. He's, 
young and handsome and articulate and funny. And I thought, you know, that's great because you put him on stage and, and the audience will warm to him. He's like naturally sympathetic to an audience. And so he and I agreed that we wouldn't make a choice about whether Henry was a good guy or a bad guy. We would try and pull the contradictory aspects of his character as far apart as they could possibly be and, and challenge an audience to, to kind of reconcile them in their minds. And uh, I think that approach has, has really worked well. And, you know, it's, a, it's just a great part for him. It's right in his strike zone. And I'm, I've been so pleased and proud to get to collaborate with him on it. Um, and then we have this terrific group of actors around him, 11 actors, and each one of them plays multiple characters. They're moving scenery pieces around and leaping on top of tables and changing from being men to women, from being French to English, from being nobility to being, you know, the kind of uh, underbelly of English society, tavern dwellers and thieves and whores and pimps. All that and, fun stuff. Um, and, and to see that kind of the athleticism of character acting that those guys bring to each of their parts is also really exhilarating. So that, that's the actors. Um, and the, the creative team is, is also, um, you know, been a great uh, privilege and a joy to work with. Uh, Neil Patel has designed a, a very simple, beautiful uh, set that, that um, kind of takes a modern uh, approach to Shakespeare's description of the space as a wooden O. It's almost like if you took a cross section of a of a water tower or a, or a grain silo. It's a big curved two level back wall, and uh, it has lots of surprising entrances and exits and sliding doors and hidden doors and windows that actors pop in and out of. That that gives the play, I think, a real um, a real physical drive. And uh, Anita Yavich has designed these amazing costumes that, that uh, you know, we knew, given the, the number of costume changes and the amount of money that we had to spend on the costumes, that, that, that a realistic approach to one costume for each character in the play would never be possible. It would, it would slow the play down too much, and we, would, we wouldn't have enough money to, to do, you know, all those costumes well. So instead, she designed this ingenious line of clothes that can kind of come apart, you know, with zippers and Velcro and different snaps and buttons so that one, essentially one outfit gets transformed in these very surprising and theatrical ways for, uh, to allow the characters to become different characters, to switch back and forth from English and French. Mm-hmm. And I think, it, you know, the story is extremely clear. It's, it's, it's not confusing who's who, I hope. <laughs> and, uh, and the play never has to wait for a costume change, which I think is a great great advantage to it. Um, The rest of the team is also terrific. Michael Habusky did a great job with the lights. The unsung heroes of the production are the voice and text people. We had this amazing guy, Andrew Wade, who for a long time was the uh, voice and text director at the Royal Shakespeare Company in England, who was working with us in rehearsal just to um, raise the company's sensitivity to what's happening in Shakespeare's language. So I think the language in this, in this production is, is handled with great subtlety and imagination and freedom and specificity. With this type of production, I mean, do you see any challenges or have you had to overcome any challenges in tackling a um, Shakespearean play versus, let's say, other types? The play is 400 years old 
and uh, I think was written for an audience that would have known more about English royal and military history than audiences know today. The play starts with a big speech about Salic law, and uh, you know it's, it's a challenge to make that speech work in, in 2009. I would say that the, the characters that we're following through the play are, even if we don't know um, anything about King Henry V's actual life, um, the character characterizations are so so deeply embedded in the language that I feel like we know people like them even today. You know, it doesn't feel distanced or kind of musty or set in amber in an oldie timey way. Uh, the people kind of leap off the page. When we were working on the play, you know, we had we had uh, the research books in the room and you know some maps and genealogical charts on the wall but we didn't actually use them that much we used them when we got confused but but mostly we focused on who are these people and what do they want and what do they remind us of and you know how do they how do they think and how do they behave so i think uh you know we've tried to to serve the the history play aspect of it but also to transcend it Tickets are on sale for the acting company Guthrie Theatre production of Henry V, April 21st at Eisenhower Auditorium. Order online at www.cpa.psu.edu or by phone at 1-800-ARTS-TIX. For the Center for the Performing Arts, I'm Laura Sullivan.